Time now for our uh, regular weekly chat with uh, Dr. Andrew Corbett, who's just joined us in the studio. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Cameron, and welcome back from holidays. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. a relaxing time? I did. I didn't go anywhere, which is what I needed. All I needed was a bit of a rest and uh, back and refreshed and, yeah, enjoying it already. Very good. Great. Well, Cameron, today we're going to talk about seven things more valuable than money. Yes. Uh, You know, in today's economic climate, sometimes the, the focus is on economics and, and finance, and if we could just have more money, we wouldn't have any more problems. Of course, that is a problem, because it, it puts a value on money that is not appropriate, and we, we need to understand a couple of things before we talk about this, that, that I don't want people to think that we're being altruistic in, in saying that there are things more valuable than money, therefore we don't think money is important. No, money is important, it has its place, but I just think we need to be careful the kind of value that we place on money. So sometimes when we ask people, what do you need, they they actually don't answer the question. They simply give what they want. Cameron, if you were to ask me, what what do I need right now in my life, I'd probably list off a particular type of Canon camera that I want. (laughs) Yes. But you can see... That's not, and if anyone at Stallards is listening, good morning to you. If, uh, <laughs> but if, uh, if, if, you know, if you really hone that down, it's hardly a need, is it? But we, we live in a world where we, we confuse the two, needs and wants. And the idea of having more seems to be the goal of a lot of people. Whereas, you know, there's a there's an ancient way of living that extolled. Here's a shocking word, and I'm sorry to use this word so early in the morning; it may offend people. But here comes the word: contentment. But what what a profound word! The the idea that enough is enough. The idea that I have enough, and rather than worrying about how we're going to cope tomorrow, we're we're content with what we have today, and that is an amazing zone to be in, but we live in a world where that is generally not promoted as a worthwhile virtue. Yes. So that's the, that's one thing I think is worth appreciating that we we often confuse wants with needs. We we we, we yeah. say you know children say I need you know <laughs> or whatever. Usually it's you. I remember one of my girls who was fairly athletic uh, at the time when she was growing up. She said I need champion pants. They're actually uh, it's a brand camera. And, and they're very expensive and apparently she needed them and so <laughs> life cannot continue unless I have these particular pieces of fashion you know and 
So we 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 got them, and within we got them for her uh, eventually. And by the way, we we didn't pay full retail. <laughs> we, oh we yeah, actually, that'd, be, that'd be right. <laughs> we actually were happened to be in Melbourne at the time. We went to a factory outlet where they had some. I don't know if they were seconds or whatever they were, but we we paid far less than just you know the dare I say immoral price that these people charge for clothes. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I, I don't know if you saw Living with the Amish, uh, a, a series on SBS where they had a group of Amish children, or, or I suppose teenagers, go over to Great Britain. And they, some of the girls, or the, and the girls in, in Amish communities only wear clothes that they made themselves. So they were hanging out with a group of English girls who were sort of upper class girls who were going out to the end of year ball and they had to go and get their dresses and they came back with these flimsy skimpy things that were hundreds and hundreds of dollars and one of the standout quotes for me from that series was one of the Amish girls said how much was this dress and the English girl was ashamed to tell her that it was nearly a thousand pounds and she said you know I could make something like this for a few dollars <laughs> that's a standout quote right there that one so anyway sometimes we confuse need with want I think it's important that we distinguish the two sometimes Cameron we also look at people who have a lot and they they display what seems to be the trappings of having money and we fall into this trap it's a common trap it's a very easy trap to fall into of valuing them more highly than others who perhaps don't have the trappings of money and I think that says more about our distorted sense of value than it does about the people we're actually valuing. Because, Cameron, you and I both know that there are some people who don't have much, but they are extremely valuable. And so I think we need to be careful also about when we talk about money, and there are going to be some people that will probably stand on the sidelines and cheer us on as we talk about this, and go, you go and get them, you go and get those rich people and those capitalists and those those people who just, you know... uh, live for money you go and get them when all the time we, we sometimes confuse what living for money looks like because I met someone who was very very wealthy incredibly wealthy and what most people don't realize is that proportionally this person uses their wealth to help others and, and did not tell anyone so it was often the target of some fairly nasty correspondence and was also the target and, and they told me they would get a, literally a garbage bag full of mail every day from people asking them for money just give me your money and this person um, said something to me that that initially I I, I thought yeah well I, I suppose you are a capitalist and you are someone who's into money 
sale. But then I thought now. about it later and I thought, hang on, I think I've misread what they're telling me. And this, they said this, everything I have is for sale except my faith and my family. And I thought, you would sell everything. I would, you know, and, I was, and I was thinking, man, I just, at the time, I think I just built our home and it's a nice home and it's probably the first home that we've had. We've lived in houses up until then. And I thought, I don't think I would sell this. I couldn't sell this. But you would sell yours. You capitalist, you, you, all you're interested in is the money. Then I realised, hang on a minute, I'm clinging on to my possessions. He's prepared to let his go. Who's the capitalist here? Who's the one who's got the values distorted? And so I realised that if you hold on to things too tightly, it can actually distort your sense of what's really important. So I think it's I think it's important to, to realise that sometimes people who claim they don't love money, that's why they don't save it, they actually love money by spending it. And and they'll actually love money so much that they spend it at the altar of debt. Cameron, in Tasmania, if this is not what we're going to talk about, but I guess it's something I want people to begin to think about or help people to think about. In Tasmania at the moment, the levels of personal debt, that means credit card, high purchase, personal finance, is, I'm led to believe, some of the highest in the country. Now, this is a problem. I actually think this is a huge problem that we need to address. That, and and so it's too easy for people to look so at others said, who save their money and go, yeah, they save their money because they love money. They just, they just love money. When in fact, the people that are making the accusation probably, almost certainly, love money more because they spend it and they spend it at the altar of debt. And so this is a, this is a huge problem. And, and I guess part of the part of my thinking here, Cameron, is that we're coming up to Christmas, and how many people. Feel tremendous financial pain just after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. It becomes it becomes. Well, you have the Boxing Day sales after that anyway. Yeah, and it encourages you to spend more. It's like you know the debt I haven't even paid off on the credit card for Christmas. I'll I'll, maybe I'll get to it by Easter. Well, you know, or you know how females love shopping. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Does that say anything? So well, we won't get into that. From, coming from an unmarried man, <laughs> yes, you, you are baiting me, I can tell. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so so before we go to a song, just just let, let's set this up. That, that So how people use money can actually be a barometer of what's really in their heart. No, I, I was, we, we just had guests. Um, I guess ministry in our church over the weekend and they do a lot of relief work around the world in Africa and uh, for our church as a church where we this is just an interesting statement and it's not meant to sound like a brag I guess it is so please forgive me up front for it but we as a church proportionally give more to um, relief work mission work than proportionally just about anything else we do as a church. We're we're involved in relief work in West Africa. We're involved in relief work in Southeast Asia, in India. Uh, We recently ran some events that, that... was addressing what is what has become known as gendercide, the idea that women are worthless and therefore 
we've shared stories with this, but we're giving women a sense of value. We we raised funds to buy sewing machines for a group of women in a village to help them to have some dignity and to earn their own way in the world. And then there are other projects that we've been involved with among our own Aboriginal community in Australia and so on. Proportionally, we give more to that kind of thing than we spend on our building. Now, uh, I, I, I say that, I'm, and look, I'm hesitating to say it, but I just want people to know that I actually think if, if you look at people and see how they spend their money, you can actually see what's really in their heart. Now, the, the visiting ministry that we had on the weekend reminded me that when my son, who I'm extremely proud of, was about nine or ten years of age, they were talking about some relief projects they were doing in China at the time. And my son came up and gave him his entire savings of $7.50 and said, here, this is for China. And they they were just marvelling and reflecting, now that my son's um, 21, that that never left him, actually, that heart for others and how money can be used to help others. Money is a, is a barometer of what's really in your heart. So money can also be used as a tremendous blessing if it's used wisely but if it's used unwisely even though it looks like wisdom it can actually lead to corruption and it can also lead to unhealthy dependency so Cameron that's setting it up let's come back after the song and let's count down the seven things that are more valuable than money and we'll start with number seven and we'll go to number one Okay, good conversation here this morning with Dr. Andrew Corbett on uh, seven things more valuable than money, more very certainly. Is your business missing out on the Facebook boom? Does promoting your business on Facebook seem just too time-consuming and confusing? If so, Way FM station sponsor Raw Internet Marketing are currently producing great results for clients across all industries with their social media management service. Don't miss out. Contact Gavin at Raw Internet Marketing today on 6 or visit him at 293 Wellington Street, Launceston, opposite the Cheesecake Shop. That does start right now. There's kids walking to school. Yeah, so Please take care when driving or dropping kids off. The problem Traffic was guards and speed restrictions are there for that kids. Josh reported it. Take extra care between and 8 and 9 This traffic alert brought to you by station sponsor so, JBA. Because Check us he does out find at jamesustarchitects.com. He just issued promo. That's jbuistarchitects.com.au. Please drive safely. Way FM on the right track. Not Ollie. Sound like you're saying Ollie.
Richard. It's not about the money, is it? It's uh, we don't. It's not about the price tag. Forget about the price tag. There, Jesse J, great song from a couple of years ago. We're talking with Dr. Andrew Corbett today about uh, things more valuable than money. There's seven that he's bringing us this morning. And you know, Andrew, as somebody who was told, well, actually, um, I was told by my parents, teachers told um, my parents that Cameron will never make it to uni. Cameron will never um, do this. Cameron will never do that. Um, I went and did a university degree I'm here at YFM money is uh, a value of of achievement for me is something very valuable to me because it gives me purpose in life and so that's really uh, one thing that um, I find valuable valuable than money yeah and that's the seventh thing that we're going to introduce more valuable than money a sense of of achieving something. So whether it be a, a project that you've had, so it could be, for example, that you set out to write a book and you did it. That's a sense of achievement. That that sense of achieving something is something you can't buy. You, you can't actually go into a shop. You can't pay someone for that sense. So this is a the seventh thing that's more valuable than money. Now, having said that, Cameron, I, I just want to digress for a moment. Yeah. I would like to. I, I've written some books and I've produced some yep. DVDs and things. I, I actually have brought in uh, three DVDs and two books. And and what we've got here is I'd like to give away one of 
my well, well I've, got, I've got one of each of these things. Wait. One, I've got two, now, one, it's one of the most hotly contested right. awards of Let's the year. Let's see, which shall I give away first? This is perhaps our most in demand set of DVDs. Well, it was up until a couple of weeks ago. This is Understanding the Book of Revelation. Now, this is something we did a little while ago, and it still today is blessing many, many people. So we've got a double DVD set produced by Lagana Media on Understanding the Book of Revelation. Now, there has literally been thousands and thousands of these gone out around the world, and we've got lots of response from people saying just what a, a tremendous blessing it's been to me. Well, this kind of ties in with things more valuable than money, because it's a sense of achievement. You set out to do something, you achieve it. About pride here, either. I, I don't think so. No. It's just a sense of achievement. So, Cameron, I'd like to give this away. Let, let's have the first caller who calls in on 6330. Uh, oh, which country am I in again? 6330100. So, it's 6330100. And we'll we'll put this in the mail to you. We'll post it out to you. So, just ring in, give us your details, and we'll, we'll give you that. Now, I've also got a book that goes a Complements that. So that's, and it's called The Most Embarrassing Verse in the Bible. Now, the most embarrassing verse in the Bible uh, is something that will complement your understanding of what the Bible has to say about prophecy and so on. So, Cameron, I wonder if we could go to a, a sponsor ad. Yes. And let's, let's take some of these calls, but I want to give this one away as well. The Most Embarrassing Verse in the Bible. And it's a book uh, that responds to C.S. Lewis, actually. And I want to give that away. So if you if you are the first caller now, now. <laughs> the most embarrassing we'll you, verse in the Bible, we'll give you, a, we'll yeah. give you that. We'll send that book out to you as well. Okay, so here's, we'll go to a break now. WayFM sponsor, MDH Accounting's business advice. Business is often about getting work in the door and generating revenue. Record keeping and accounting software are other foundation stones in your business wall. Too many businesses fail because of poor record keeping and you need to make it a priority. Your records will provide valuable information you can use to grow your business. Software selection is very important. Don't buy sophisticated double-entry accounting software if you don't understand debits and credits. Most importantly, consult with us before you make the software decision. Go to mdhaccounting.com.au. Right now, there's kids walking to school. Please take care when driving or dropping kids off. Traffic guards and speed restrictions are there for our kids' safety. Take extra care between 8 and 9.30 a.m. This traffic alert brought to you by station sponsor JBA. Check us out at jbustarchitects.com.au. That's jbuistarchitects.com.au. Please drive safely. Playing the best in uplifting top 40 and Christian chart hits while sharing hope, encouragement and inspiring messages across northern Tasmania. Way FM, on the right track. The Tailway Centre is the ideal place to catch up with friends, have a family lunch or make the right impression for your conference. Of course, the kids love it because of the fun they have at Kids Paradise. And in our cafe this week, we have a November meal deal. You get a main and dessert for just $15.50. Select from our decadent chicken, fish, lamb and beef salads or chicken taco. Paired with sorbet, fudge sundae or raspberry cheesecake tart. The Tailway Centre. 
station sponsor, YFM. Here on YFM, congratulations on to Deb Dingamance, who has picked herself up uh, a DVD uh, there that we were talking about from uh, the generous Dr. Andrew Corbett this morning. Okay, and Cameron, uh, where are we now? So we've just got a couple minutes for the news, so we'll give away also, I've got two of these, so the next two callers, this is... Part 27 of our Jeremiah series. Each of these messages in the book of Jeremiah on DVD make sense just standing on their own. And this is Jeremiah's complaint. If you've ever found life to be a little bit overwhelming and you've found yourself complaining all the time, which I've seen in that time, says Andrew with his tongue firmly in his cheek, then, then this might touch you because this is something that Jeremiah the prophet experienced as well and the and what God did with him and through him in that process may help you to process life's ups and downs. So I've got two of these DVDs. This is Jeremiah's complaint, part twenty seven. If you would like this DVD completely complimentary, we would like to send it out to you those who have it all like you take the first two callers on this one. So this is uh, Jeremiah's complaint. So part twenty seven this We've got the first two calls now, 63340100. We'll send you these DVDs as well. So that, that can be yours. All right, so Cameron, the first thing that I'm listing is number seven. More valuable than money is a sense of achievement. When you set out to do a project, complete a project, you can't buy that. You can't pay money for that. That's, that's really valuable. The other thing, too, I want you to... To, to think about is when we're talking about things more valuable than money, these are things that actually add value to you. If you are a person who can achieve something, then you become more valuable. Now, we all have an intrinsic value, but these things actually add value to our lives. Karen, one of the things that kind of frustrates me about some people is that they're gonna. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna do this, and they're gonna do that, and they're gonna get to that, they're gonna get to that. Look, quit your gunner and just do it. Get get on with it. Get get something done. Become someone who achieves something. Here's the sixth thing. Before we go to news, the sixth thing more valuable for money is dreams fulfilled. What a wonderful thing it is to have a life dream and be able to fulfill it. To be able to have a dream that goes beyond yourself, something bigger than you, and you are able to see that dream fulfilled. That, that, that's firstly, you need a dream, get a dream bigger than yourself, something that will bless others. And then secondly, set out with your life to figure out how you can fulfill that dream. Cameron, after the news, let's come back and talk about that. Excellent. Here we go. News should be news now. It's nine o'clock. Australia's Christian Worldview News Service. UCB News. In this bulletin, the search resumes in a national park and police closing in on Les Sumbers' killer. Good morning, I'm Tracy Weir. A search for up to three people feared missing in a national park in western New South Wales is underway again. Police say a woman called Triple O around midday yesterday, stating she was lost an hour's drive from Broken Hill, but the call dropped out before she could provide more details. Using GPS coordinates traced from the call, emergency crews are searching inside the national park northeast of Broken Hill. They found a car while flying over the region last night. The search was suspended due to poor light. Broken Hill's acting police sergeant Russell 
Smith says he believes the trio of tourists and additional resources were brought in from Sydney overnight to help with the search. A routine inspection has led to the arrest of two men after a gun, drugs and ammunition were allegedly found in their car in Melbourne's southeast. The pair had been driving through Dandenong South early this morning when they were intercepted by authorities on Hammond Road. Police are closing in on a suspect in the murder of former Sydney horse trainer Les Sumba and are believed to be focusing on a gangland figure with links to racing identities. Hillary Clinton has applauded the federal government's strategic white paper on Asian policy and has welcomed the future of Australian Indian Navy exercises. The US Secretary of State is in Perth for the Osmin meeting and last night launched the Perth US Asia Centre at the University of Western Australia aimed at strengthening ties between the US, Australia and the Asian region. She said it was important that the US and Australia worked together closely in the region. We would welcome joint Australia-Indian naval vessel exercises in the future and we're eager to work together in the Indian Ocean Rim Association for regional cooperation, which Australia will chair in 2013 and which the United States has now joined as a dialogue partner. Clinton. Sport now and to the cricket where neither skipper believed his side will carry an advantage or much momentum into the second test in Adelaide after the opening match in the series that will decide the world's top ranking ended in a fifth day draw. South Africa's second innings came to an end at 5 for 166 with a lead of 51 with under an hour left on day five when Australian captain Michael Clark and Proteus counterpart Graham Smith agreed to call it a day. Smith says his team didn't capitalise on their chances. I think we just didn't hit our straps with the ball. I think uh, certainly, you know, 450 was a good total, winning the winning the toss and batting, and it was a little bit damp on the first first two two batting days that we had, um, and then dried out nicely. And uh, certainly, Michael and and Cowan transferred that pressure onto us, and we could have responded a little bit better. But I, I expect our bowlers to, to to do that in the future. Graham Smith across Australia for UCB News. I'm Tracy Weir. Imagine you couldn't feed yourself or your children. That's the situation confronting millions in West Africa. Without access to the nutrients we all need to develop, malnourished children are at risk of lifelong damage. World Vision is raising funds to provide emergency food, clean water and health care to affected families. Please pray for the people of West Africa and donate now on 13 32 48 or visit worldvision.com.au. Playing the best in uplifting top 40 and Christian chart hits while sharing hope, encouragement and inspiring messages across northern Tasmania. Way FM, on the right track. They rang up Aileen and said, you had said, it's on for 12.15 today. You're on Way FM, it's uh, Cameron Skirving with you on The Breakfast Show with uh, Dr Andrew Cool. But now we're talking about seven things more valuable than money. And uh, dreams, dreams is certainly something that is... Uh, uh, and, it, and it's healthy to have dreams. And uh, once you achieve that uh, dream that it's fulfilled, that tends to be a real good value. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. And the next thing kind of sounds like it too. The fifth thing, more valuable than money, Cameron, is a legacy. To leave a legacy that your life has left an imprint. So the memories you leave behind for others to recall 
inspires them. The legacy that you leave behind causes others to be enriched. Now, the book of Proverbs has something to say about the, the memory of a righteous person. And, and it's talking about someone who's lived a good life leaves a good memory. You can't pay for that. You can't, you can't go in and buy a legacy. You, this is something far more valuable than money to leave a legacy behind. There, there have been, I think it was Alfred Nobel who woke up one morning after some newspaper had mistakenly thought that he died and there was this horrible obituary that they wrote about him and how, how he had been so destructive, he had been you know, a selfish person and all the rest of it. And he read that obituary and he realised that was the legacy he was leaving behind. That was the legacy that that would cause people, whenever they thought of Alfred Nobel, to think of someone who had been a selfish, self-centred man who had facilitated destruction to set up the, the Nobel Prize and the Nobel Foundation so that there's now prizes for literature, medicine, science and peace. So he has left a legacy uh, using his, his money but you don't need money to, to leave a positive legacy. You can leave a positive legacy in ways that aren't related to money. So this is far more valuable than money itself. Also, Karen, just I just want to give something else away. Here we are talking about things. Again, I've got the most embarrassing verse in the Bible. It's a paperback book that I've written. It responds to something that C.S. Lewis said when he said of this particular verse in the Bible, it, it is the most embarrassing verse in the Bible to him. And it helps to answer a lot of questions and helps us to understand how we can actually understand the Bible better. If you would like a copy of this paperback book, you can be the, if you're the first caller now on six three three four zero one hundred. We'll just give us your details and we'll send a copy out to you. Totally free. That's a gift. We've got Aileen here. Thank you, Aileen. She'll take the call. So that's that's that paperback book. Be the first caller now six three three four zero one hundred. Lines are empty. So give us a call and we'll send that out to you. All right. The the fourth thing when we when we talk about leaving when when we talk about things more valuable than money, again, it's it's important for people to, to realise that the money is, is important. It does have some value. The, the problem is when people put all the value on money and they measure others by, by monetary value. And, and you, you see governments kind of going to an election talking about what they consider to be the most important values they have and it's almost always about economics and it's, it's, it's kind of sad that we, we've got the tail wagging the dog a bit. There's a whole bunch of things that if you get them right the economics will tend to take care of themselves. Now people who know me will know that I'm not saying we can just go and live any old how and live economically irresponsible lives either as a government or household. Certainly not saying that but, but I am saying 
quite hopefully, quite clearly, that there are that there are things of far more value than money. Here's here's the fourth one: learning. What you learn, either formally or informally, especially through life's journey, is very valuable. It's more valuable than money. There are lessons you can learn in life, things that you can learn that you can never pay for. You can, you, can, you can't just buy it. You have to acquire it through life. And what you learn is of worth is worth far more than money. You you could have a gazillion dollars in the bank and be a complete nit, you know, and your your money really counts for nothing. Or, or you could learn something, and not just knowledge, not just knowledge, but you could learn something that helps you to be a better person. You're able to make a better contribution. So you're someone who has learnt some things and, and the things that you've learnt are more valuable than money. Here's number three. Seven things more valuable than money. Number three, experiences. Cameron, we are who we are because of the experiences that we've had throughout life. There are there are some experiences that at the time they are phenomenally painful, and those experiences we, we would quite frankly rather we didn't have. There are some experiences that we have. That, for example, incredible joy, incredible happiness. And because we experience joy and happiness, when, when something about that changes, we experience incredible sadness and loss. And for some people, particularly in the West, we don't handle loss well. We don't know how to grieve well. But those experiences that we've had are more valuable than money. Absolutely. Sometimes we 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 lose a loved one, and we we define our relationship by the loss rather than the time we had with that person, and that's that's probably the wrong perspective on it. Recently, heard someone who their child was born with a terminal illness, born with a terminal illness, and doctors said your child's not likely to live months. The child did live months. They loved that child no less than if the, if the child did not have a terminal illness. Doctors said probably won't see out a year. The child, the child did see out a year. In fact, the child lived to be the age of five. They, 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 they didn't cure the illness. They, they managed the illness. And then the child died. And the parents at that time were, were deeply grief-stricken. I, I heard the dad say, though, and it, 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 it took me by surprise, pleasantly, when he said this, we, we didn't focus on the loss, we focused on the five years. We focused on the five years that we had. And so the experience that they had, the, the, they, they treasured those moments. And I suppose when, when we recognise that we, we are living in, in a way that um, you know, there we are. We're, we're, we're creating experiences, or another word for experiences. We're enjoying moments together. That we sometimes think of those moments, those moments of pain and loss, as being negative moments. But they're not. They make us a richer person. 
and that those experiences are more valuable than money. Here's the second one, just before we go to a song, counting down from seven. Now we're now down to number two, seven things more valuable than money. Number two, your relationships. The relationships you have primarily with your spouse in your marriage. Karen, this is of far more value than money. The sacred trust that you put into your spouse, you can't put a price on that. The, the, the incredible vulnerability that your spouse makes themselves to you, you can't pay someone to do that. You, you, you can't. It, it's, this is far more valuable than money, the relationships you have. I, I saw something regarding the, the West African food famine at the moment, the famine crisis over there at the moment, and, and they showed a, a, an aid worker giving a young boy a, like, what would have been like a, a cup of oats or rice or, or something like that, and, and instead of taking it for himself, he went and he, he prepared it, and the first mouthful he gave to his younger brother. And, and this, this boy was only five or six, and he gave the first mouthful to his younger brother. What? What price do you put on that? The relationships we have with people. Marriage can be literally the closest thing to heaven on earth, and yet there are some people that don't value their marriage at all. They don't value their spouse. They don't value their children. They don't treasure their family, and yet their family, whether you're still at home with your mum and dad and your siblings, or whether you've started your own family, your husband or your wife and with your children, your relationships, your immediate relationships are worth far more than than money. There are many people who will will acquire a large bank balance but have no friends. They will die single, they will die lonely, and a person is made all the more richer by having relationships and they don't see spending time talking, eating together with someone as a waste of time it may not be any business transacted it may not be any deal going down they don't see that that's the point of spending time with people. And people like that, Cameron, they, they understand what true riches are. They understand that. And Cameron, friendships, those, those things, people, there are, there are more lonely people in our world now than probably any other era. This is bizarre. Well, we've got more ways to connect, and we even call it social we're not very sociable. People who are truly rich, people who are truly rich in their social connections, starting with, with the most important connections, marriage, family, children, parents, and then out to your friends. Coming after the this next song, how about we come back? And let's, we've counted down from number seven. Let's, let's count down to number one. The, the number one thing, more valuable than money, after the song. Okay, here we go. This is Maya on my FM. For me, the surprising thing was getting the chills behind my knees. Oh, I didn't realise it. It actually kept the tension right. 
what, what I hear. Well, I, I, I did explain the camera by hand, so I don't know what the point is there. And, and I explained it fully that I, I saw it to deliberately not authorise it. FM on the right track there with Mayer and uh, all about the money and I think we got it all wrong anyway. It sort of um, fits in well with uh, our discussion for, with Dr Andrew Corbett about the things that uh, are more valuable than uh, money and we've uh, counted down from uh, so far from 7 to 2. We've got number 1 to go and Andrew is going to introduce that. Okay, so let's recap. Number 7, these are 7 things more valuable than money. So the next time someone asks you the question, are you rich? If you've got these things in your life, you are very rich. The seventh thing more valuable than money is achievements. Whether you've climbed a mountain, whether you've done a bushwalk, whether you've written a book, whether you've published a book, whether you have set out on a project and completed that project, that is more valuable than money. And these are things that add value to your life. If you are someone who can achieve, you are a a more valuable person than the person who has the same potential but doesn't achieve. And then six, seven things more valuable than money, dreams fulfilled. To have a life dream that is bigger than than just you and it blesses others. You know, there there are some people that do have a dream of eradicating world poverty. Karen, the the, the scary thing about dreams like that is they really are possible to be fulfilled. We now live in an age, in a generation, when it is utterly and entirely possible to see a dream like that fulfilled. It's going to take a spiritual approach to it because on the one hand you've got massive government corruption in some parts of the world that fosters economic 
poverty in, in a nation, and it leads to for, uh, poor food distribution practices that leads to famine. So it's a, it's a big picture issue, but it, it can be achieved, and I, I just take my hat off to the person and the people who are working to eradicate world poverty. Please, please continue with your dream. There are some people that have a dream to provide literature for people because they see the value of learning and education. Please follow your dream. Then, fifthly, a legacy. A legacy is worth more than money in the bank. I mean, you could die with a gazillion dollars in the bank and and be an utter, utter, rude, ignoble, selfish person and leave a horrible legacy behind. And your legacy is going to say more about you than your bank balance. So to leave a legacy behind, a legacy of caring, a legacy of leaving the world a better place than when you came into it, a legacy that defines your life by self-sacrifice and not self-centeredness. Cameron, it's interesting that probably a a generation of people that kind of got this is now coming into their twilight years, and organisations such as churches that have traditionally been dependent on volunteers, and including WFM, where we've had, uh, even up until recent times, most of our volunteers have been senior people. They, yes. They've been people in their twilight years. Well, we're, we're, now, we're now finding that that generation, as they pass, we've got another generation coming through, and they don't understand any of this. No. <laughs> so we've, we, we need people that do. We need people that, that will leave a legacy not because of what they'll get out of it, but because they'll give back. And so even at WayFM, we have opportunities for people here to get involved and and be a part of what we're doing, just as a volunteer. 90% of what we do is done by volunteers, and without the volunteers, it just cannot be done. And volunteer in your church, volunteer in your local sporting club or service organisation, leave a legacy. Even if it's just in your immediate local community, it's a, it's a, a, a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. It's worth more than money. Number uh, number four, Style. learning. Um, to be able to learn something is worth more than money. And, and I guess some people are going to hear, oh, well, that's all right for you people who've had, you know, university education. You, you don't, you can, it's easy for you to say that. Well, you know, there, there, there's several university educations, several university degrees waiting for you. They're, they're, they're ripe. They're, they're, they're almost falling off the fruit tree. And you'll find them in the local public library. All you have to do is read. All you have to do is take the time to learn. There's several university degrees waiting for you over a cup of coffee. Take someone out who knows more than you that you want to know. Go and talk to them over a cup of coffee. I know plenty of people who would love to share what they know. Just for just over a cup of coffee. They don't need you know the accolades or titles of professor or lecturer. They would just love to share with people what they know, and and it won't be a formal thing but the funny thing is about learning is when you want to learn it's it's easier to learn than when someone's trying to teach you something and you don't want to learn so learning it's more valuable than money number three experiences experiences of love loss happiness sadness generosity and and being a part of someone's life sacrificial examples of, of people who can enrich your life this, this is worth 
far more than money. And number two, your relationships, especially, we said, your marriage. Your marriage is, is the most valuable relationship you have. Treasure your spouse. Oftentimes, when I'm dealing with couples in trouble, I'll take them back to their wedding vows. And I remember, do you, do you remember vowing to love, honour, cherish, and keep? And I'm just ponder those words, love, honour, cherish, and keep. In sickness and in health, for better or for just worse. Now may be worse. But remember you made a vow. Honour that vow. And you'll find that you are actually a richer person for doing so. Okay, the number one thing. The number one thing that's more valuable than money is your life. Your life. Your life is more priceless than anything else you'll have. Your life. Of course, so is everyone else's life. Life itself is priceless. You can't reduce it to an economic value. You can't reduce someone's life merely to the economic contribution they make to a society. Life itself is valuable. I don't know if you've seen that YouTube clip of the son who asked his father if he would join him on a triathlon. And the father, who was in his 50s, said to his uh, nearly 20-year-old cerebral palsy son who couldn't walk, yes, I will. And so the the father uh, wheeled his son in a a, no, a kind of a, I think he was in a wheelchair. Massage, do so the father ran the running component. The then the father put his son in a canoe end, and harnessed to him you know to himself and swam the 10 kilometres and did the, the swimming component the of it. Try to avoid that. And then put him in a, a carriage on the back like, of a bike and he pedaled the next 20 kilometres of the triathlon or whatever it was. And people, some people look at that and think, well, the son didn't contribute anything to it. And the amazing thing is that the father was so enriched by the experience. I think he went on and did another seven triathlons. You can actually find this on YouTube. It's a very, very moving uh, YouTube clip. And and sometimes we value people's lives by their ability. Some people aren't as able as others, but it doesn't mean they're less valuable. Some people are supported by life support machines. It doesn't mean their life is not worth anything. Your life and life generally, human life, is priceless. It is is worth more than any amount money. Yeah, what, just swim along and I think we need to appreciate that, Cameron. Next, you Sometimes we, you know, we no, wake up in the morning, we don't feel do like yes. life is worth it. We just don't feel like it's worth it anymore. It really is. Walk. In fact, How the one who gave you life wants you to have life, not just in this lifetime. The one who gave you life wants you to have life beyond the grave. And some people will spend their lives existing rather than living. And that's a sad way in New York. And God, our creator, wants each of the people that he's created to enjoy life with him for eternity. So the most valuable thing you can have is not just your natural life, but your spiritual life. And here's the question I want to leave with people. 
Do you have that? Do you have that spiritual life with God? Are you at one? Are you at peace with God? Have you come to know God? Have you come to receive His forgiveness? Have you allowed Him to remove those obstacles between Him and you that keep you from enjoying life to the full? And Cameron, there's seven things more valuable than money. Great stuff. If uh, you want a copy of this this morning, then uh, I will be uploading it and putting it uh, on our website at myfm.org.au it will be available soon in our download section so uh, you can uh, uh, if you missed anything or you just like to keep it then uh, yeah you can download it on our website Dr Andrew Corbett will be back next week with another uh, great message great discussion as uh, is the custom now on YFM every Wednesday morning and of course uh, we'll find him on uh, Finding Truth Matters tomorrow night from 8.30 as well I'm going to bring you now a song from the Kurong YFM album of the month uh, for November, Blue Mountain, or from Brandon Heath, is uh, the Kurong YFM album of the month and uh, features his hit single, Jesus in Disguise. He's a very popular artist, uh, newish, probably the last three or four years he's brought out a couple of albums. This is his latest. The song we're going to hear is Diamond, and if you're the first caller through right now on 6334100, then uh, you can own yourself a copy of this particular album. Thanks to station sponsor. Cool. Right.